Good day, planet Earth. Michael Litton, the last DJ with Ride the Vibe, playing what he wants to play and saying what he wants to say. I have got in the house, and that means the DRS Atlanta Studios with our consummate host, Waheed Gomes. I've got Miss Zakia Hooker, blues legend. I've got her husband, Olin Christopher Bell, a.k.a. Chris James, bass player, legend with the natural four out of Oakland. And as a special treat and an unexpected guest and pleasure, I've got Anthony Cook, guitar and synthesizer. So how cool is that, y'all? And for Zakia's and Olin's and Anthony's fans that are a legion, uh, the way we roll this show, it's a CD listening party. So I like to encourage the listeners to sit back in the comfort of an environment of their choosing, even if it's on a float on a raft. I'll get a little cold for that now. Yeah. But And then get a beverage of their choice. And in the studio, thanks to Keith Lofton and the team at the wine store, we are featuring a brilliant Cabernet Sauvignon Spellbound. It's a 2016 from the young Robert Mondavi uh, Vineyards. And he's the legendary uh, grandson of Robert Mondavi. And this wine showcases the lush texture and bold, dark fruit flavors of blackberry, ripe purple plum, and a hint of oak and spice. So thanks so much to Keith Lofton and the wine store team. And I think, Z, it's only fitting. Spellbound? That fits you. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yes. Uh, Spellbound is... uh, I'm trying to think. There's something else associated with Spellbound with my dad's estate. I just can't think of it right now. Well, it'll come to you. Some days I have, you know, kind of fog. (laughs) (laughs) We were talking about that in the run-up to the show. We all have a little bit of that. (laughs) It's like David Crosby said. If you remember the 70s, you weren't living through it. Oh, God. (laughs) Those are the good old days. Yeah. Well, it is such an honor and such a pleasure. And we are going to be featuring songs off of your soon-to-be-released uh, album or CD. I call them albums still, I guess. I kind of date so myself. So do I. But however, whatever people, whatever format they get them in, Spotify or you know Apple or however they get it, soon-to-be-released Legacy, which is going to come out in the spring. And what a fitting title. And I'm so blessed on Ride the Vibe because we're going to get to preview these songs and we're not playing them in their entirety, y'all, because we want you to go out and buy them in whatever format you buy them. And uh, then absolutely want to uh, have you come out and see Zakia for the folks up in the North Fulton area. You guys are going to be at the Velvet Note next Sunday, the 27th of October. You've got two shows at 7 and 9. So talk about that gig and how that's going to roll out. You've obviously got Owen going to do some singing and play some bass. You got Anthony uh, with guitar and synthesizers. But talk about the rest of the, you've got a stellar group of of musicians that are going to be with y'all. Talk about that, Z, if you would. Well, uh, we have, uh, on keyboards, we have Jonathan Williams. Yeah. He's a local. He's a Georgia boy. Gotcha. And then we've got uh, Emra Kotan. Oh, monster uh, on drums. Yeah, he's yeah. local. Yeah. He's local. Out of Roswell, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah out of Roswell. Uh, we have uh, a young man named Abinye, uh Fubar. I, I, I always mess his name up. <laughs> Better you than me. I'm not going to mess it up. <laughs> I wasn't going to try but that he, one. <laughs> he's on base. He's, uh, uh, we found, you know, he, we put an ad out and yeah. got Abinye. And uh, we have on vocals, we have uh, Gil Baskerville, who's also a local. Mo- all of these people are really local, local except yeah. for myself. 
Well, I guess we're local now because well, we Douglas live here. Still, yeah, you're, yeah, we live here. You've been a while. Uh, you're south uh, of the city. You, yeah. you gotta fight that traffic to get out there. Yeah, hey, I'm telling which you. Which we so appreciate. We've got Gilbert Baskerville on background, but who, he plays sax and he plays around oh, in the nice. area. Uh, we have Nina Carl. Uh, and then we have Anthony Reed, who has been with us for like oh, about 20 years. Backward. About 20 years. And he mm. makes sure all the vocals are correct and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I think that's the... The lineup. Yeah. The lineup, yeah. And how will it start? Olin, will you, do you typically open up? Is that how it... What, what, I'm the host. Okay. The most. Gotcha. <laughs> That's only fitting. Uh -huh. um, but I'll open up. Yeah. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not playing this time. Oh, you aren't? Okay. No, I'm just doing uh, several songs. Okay. And uh, commentating in between uh, the sets. That's what I'll yeah. do. Talking about the songs and the music? Yes, talking about the songs and the music and the artist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who's near and dear to your heart. Now, it looks like on the on the thing, it's uh, you're going to do Can This Be Real and Heaven Right Here on Earth? Are those the two? That well, you... actually, we were supposed to do those, but I've changed my mind because okay. those are songs that are always, syn they're synonymous with natural force specific, specifically. Right. Can right. This Be Real. There's another one called Love That Really Counts. Okay. Then I'm going to do a jazz song, uh, Tenderly. And then I'll do a, a, a another Natural Force song called yeah. Free, yeah. which was the last song that Curtis and I literally worked on together. And when you say Curtis, you're talking Curtis about Mayfield. Curtis Mayfield. Yes, I am. Wow. And Anthony, you've been uh, with them for quite a while as almost, well. Almost 30 years. 30 years. Yeah. yeah. We... We met in 1990. <laughs> and, uh, well, I was in, I was in uh, elementary school. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh, some, uh, uh, you guys can see some noses are growing here. Uh, right. Or at least one nose is growing <laughs> Olin, you're going to hit that microphone with it. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Do you have any comment on that, Anthony? <laughs> I have no comment. <laughs> well, I can see why you've gotten along for 30 yeah, years. Yeah. <laughs> English, and then you... Uh, yeah, you originally. Took, took yeah. some time in Argentina, too. Obviously. Right, right. Very cool. yeah, my, so, my, my wife is from, uh, ah, from Buenos Aires, and, right. and uh, you know, so I spend a fair bit of time down there. Yeah. Well, and I know we're going to talk about that uh, later in the show, but Zikia and Olan's connection, uh, big, big in Argentina. But talk about this uh, coming CD legacy, Z, and it's been a, a bit of a labor of love. Yeah, some days not love all the time. <laughs> some days you want to love that pain away. Uh, some days you want to kill, kill, maim, and destroy. Uh, this is a special uh, album. Yeah, we can just say album I, if I we want we to. Just, yeah, I think we need to. Just this do is a special that. album because uh, the songs on it are all original, and they're all songs that I wrote. And mm. I, this was this CD was special because I decided, I said, you know, I need to be able to write. Mm -hmm. I can write the songs, but I just can't get the music to them because I can give the guys the music, but, you know, it doesn't come back and it's not what I perceived in my head. Yeah, and so I said, the hell with this. <laughs> I'm going to learn to play this guitar a little bit so that I can write my songs. Yeah, I love that. So I picked up the guitar about, about, Three and a half, four years ago? About four. Yeah. And I said, well, I bought me a few DVDs and I learned my little chords mm. and what I, you know, needed to yeah. do. And I've learned about the capo and other things that can help me along. What a great life lesson, though. And it ties in with uh, 
you know, the run up to the show, I've got my opening uh, from my friend Peter Perkins's album, Better Late Than Never. Yeah. Which he produced at our age range, you know, his first one. Yeah. So Better Late Than Never, you're learning yeah. guitar. What the and heck? So, you know, and I always let people know I'm no virtual, so right, right. I'm not, well, not going to be ripping up and down the yeah. neck. <laughs> I mean, even though I could, I don't like that. Yeah. You know, because, you know, sometimes people need want to sit and listen to something. You're not going to be buddy guy. I'm not going to be buddy guy. I mean, you know, I my songs are kind of different. Right. But I just like to be able to tell the story. Yeah. I like, you know, when people listen to my songs, I always have to tell them, listen to the story. Yeah. The words that you put yeah, in. Yeah, because these stories, you know, they affect, you know, some of them are personal, mm -hmm. some are not personal, mm -hmm. but they are all life things going on in life. And... um so that's that's why I picked up the guitar and wrote this. And I write kind of eclectic. Yeah. Because uh, you know, I really I understand one, two, three, four, mm -hmm. but that was not, you know, if I didn't feel like one, two, three, four, <laughs> it wasn't gonna be one, two, three, four. <laughs> right, right. And uh but So that's I, made it a little bit more of a challenge to get for, it. For for Anthony and, and Olin, <laughs> yes. They Olin Olin and I like I say. We weren't going to love the pain away. Wait, there was going to be some, some pain. Why? Get the guns. Get the dueling pistols. Wait, do you think we ought, I think we ought to hear a song. What do you think about Beautiful Eyes? Oh, okay. Why, do you think we could tee that up? Yeah. Well, song written by Zakia Hooker, soon to be on the album Legacy, which is going to be coming out in the spring. It's going to be on Delmark Records. Yes, we're in uh, talks with Delmark right now. Oh, okay. And that's oh, looking really, really good. Oh, it is. Okay, good. Well, I... I so make sure don't I don't overstep. Don't, don't worry. Because don't, don't. <laughs> we are live here. Yeah, we're live. I mean, and, you know, it's a, a we're you know they're they're looking at a spring twenty twenty release. So we you know we still have to work out all the logistics. Logistics. And well, we're just so honored on Ride the Vibe Wahid Gomes and myself to uh, play some of these songs in advance of that release. Let's hear a little beautiful eyes if we could, Wahid. into your eyes, your beautiful, beautiful eyes. Time stands still when I look into your eyes, your beautiful, beautiful eyes. When well, my heart skips a beat when I look into Yeah. 
on Ride the Vibe, Michael Litton, the last DJ, playing what he wants to play and saying what he wants to say. And in this case, playing Beautiful Eyes off the soon-to-be-released Zakia Hooker album, Legacy. All the songs written by Zakia, a novice guitarist. And Zakia, we were talking uh, while the song was playing about the stories. And we've got just a couple minutes before break. But talk about the story of that song, if you will. Well, uh, we have a little dog that we got from uh, the shelter. Yeah. A little shelter dog. Yeah. And her name is Mona Lisa. Uh-huh. And she has eyes that pe- women would kill for because she has the shade, the shadow look. Her eyes are beautiful and they're so <laughs> expressive. And uh, so I really wrote it about Lisa. So about inspiration Lisa. can come from... It can come from anywhere. anywhere. Uh-huh. And I mean, I couldn't write, you know... Beautiful eyes from the dog, right. but I had to, you know, write, you know, around that concept. Yeah. Beautiful yeah. eyes. So animal lovers, will, this will take a special meaning. It's from from Mona Lisa. Your little so the rescue world. dog. My little rescue dog who has driven us crazy. And is your process the words first, or do you hear what and how? I know you guys have such a comfortable environment in your home, which I've, I've been blessed to, to well, visit. Well, you know, it I, it depends. Sometimes I can hear a tune. Yeah. And then sometimes I can be somewhere and someone can say something and I'll take that and I'll build on that. So mm-hmm. it just comes in all, however, you know. I Words get first, to, primarily, or melody or combination? Sometimes I can hear some music. Yeah. And, and, and it'll inspire me to words. And so you're right, the words may come first. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But having the guitar licks, now or the... That, that is, is just really, opened up a whole new world, even though yes, it's been it did. frustrating for the players a bit. <laughs> It really I did. I see Olin over there kind of going, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Just a tad. I'll come running downstairs, listen at this. <laughs> I do my best to try to hide as often as I can. <laughs> we are going to take a short break here to regroup. <laughs> and we're, we're going to support our sponsor, which in this case is the awesome DRS Atlanta Studios. For all you musicians looking for a place to uh, cut your chops, Waheed is the consummate host, Waheed Gomes right here in Roswell, Georgia. We'll be right back on Ride the Vibe. Michael Litton, the last DJ. DRS provides professional audio mixing and mastering services. They also provide other creative services, such as voiceover editing, audio restoration, and audio forensics. They have great customer service, their work is fast and efficient, and their prices are affordable. You can learn more about their creative services by visiting them on the web at drsatl.com. Again, that's drsatl.com. Or call them at 404-590-0779. Again, that's 404-590-0779. DRS, when the right sound matters. You are back on Ride the Vibe. Michael Litton, the last DJ, playing Legacy, Zakia Hooker's soon-to-be-released spring new album. And you all want to definitely check them out at the Velvet Note, which is Tamara Fuller's very, very hip, cool spot up in Alpharetta, just north of here. Two shows, Sunday, October 27th. The first show starts at 7 o'clock. Second show is at 9. You got Anthony Cook on guitar and synthesizers. Olin's going to be doing some announcing and commentating and singing a couple songs. Got Emra Kotan on drums, a monster out of Roswell, and then a whole host of cats that are uh, uh, basically locals. So pretty cool. So we're just talking about your process right before break and how songs 
come to you and we played Beautiful Eyes, a song inspired by Mona Lisa. Not the painting. <laughs> and not and not the Rescue smile. Dog. See, you know, I'm thinking Mona Lisa and then I'm thinking no, smile, but no, you no. were focused on Mona Lisa's well, she does be- smile. beautiful eyes. Yeah, she does mm-hmm. smile. I've never seen a dog do it. She literally smiles. She's a strange little character. Very, very strange yeah, dog. But fun. How long have you guys had her? She's about three, about three years now. About three years. She's a, she's a little bitty puppy when we I'm got. Not her. sure when we came to you guys. We didn't have her. For two. Oh, you didn't. Okay. I think I think. Uh, was she the other dog there? No, I. Was she there? I don't remember. Uh, her. You don't remember her. Oh yeah, I you would. I would have. I would have remembered. Her. Well, I remember the dinner, which was spectacular. Oh, well, thank you, thank you. <laughs> so thank you so much for that. So Anthony, talk a little bit about uh, your role and how you met these cats thirty years ago and. It was I, I. I moved to California from uh, from Canada okay. in uh, uh, 1981. Yep, and um, got married and 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 everything else. Right. And I should say something too that, sure. that um, um, I, I would say I'd, I'd been there for maybe oh a couple of weeks, and and John Lee Hooker was playing in a club just right around the corner uh, in California. Or in, in California, in okay. And uh, I went in there. I'd heard of John Lee Hooker. Yeah, I hadn't yeah. really heard that much of his yeah. stuff. And I walked in. He was playing Crawling King Snake. Mm, mm, and it, I was hypnotized. One of his many, many famous songs. Absolutely hypnotized, yeah. you know. And and, uh, and so it's kind of ironic that I would meet um, Olin. And you had here. not met Olin no, or, no, or Z. Not at all. And, and uh, um um, actually I was, I was working and I had been married and divorced and, yeah, and yeah. Uh, all of the pain that goes <laughs> along with that. <laughs> we can all relate to love yeah, that right. pain away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, We've walked in the, I've right. walked in those moccasins. <laughs> and I, I had stopped playing. I had put music on the back burner oh, for, for about 10 years. And I, I, I was working for a, a, a pager company mm-hmm. selling Selling pagers, right when, a... right when cell phones were starting to come in, it was a guitar great... synthesizer or pagers. bits. <laughs> 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 and I went into the office to do my weekly um, thing, and and Olin was was in there, and and uh, in the office looking in the for office. a pager. No, he was he was he'd been hired as the office manager, ah. and and uh, uh, he was sitting there. And I always say, you were playing music on a boombox, and you you, you take. <laughs> Take exception to the Takes word box, that. but it was he was playing music <laughs> at the desk, and I and I said, "Wow, man, that's really, really nice stuff." And he said, right. "Yeah, that's me." And oh, I went, "So oh, he was playing some of the natural force." Oh stuff. yeah, <laughs> that's you. And I said, "Well, I happen to play guitar." And he goes, "Oh yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so a little testosterone going yeah. back and forth, <laughs> you know." So and that that's that how it, it all started. Yeah, so it brought music back into my life in and, Oakland, uh, up in Oakland. Uh, no, this was in uh, Foster City, mm-hmm. which is which wow. is right in the Bay Area. It's yeah. it's close to uh, right. San Mateo. Oh, San Francisco, it's close to like San Francisco. Oh, okay. Right. So South. this is before Olin, you met Z. No, 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 no. Are no, you? This at, is, whoa, this is way yeah. after. Oh, it's after. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. We uh. I said, I was the office manager. He came in, and it's one of those things that just happened. You know, I asked him, could he play? You know, and I wanted to hear him play. We actually both got fired behind it. But... <laughs> oh, you did? Yes. We did, yeah. Because yeah, you were yeah. doing too much talking about yeah. 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 selling those so... pagers. <laughs> exactly. But yeah. you were the manager, so your manager had to fire you. My man, he, they came in and fired me the next day. <laughs> oh, did he really? Get out of here, brother, with all that music stuff. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Go follow your dream. We're, we <laughs> yeah. sell pagers Yeah, we here. sell pagers. <laughs> 
Antonio only came into the office every once a year. And he had so about two pages. Oh, they were the perfect pair. So that set you guys back on the path because you said you. Well, I hadn't stopped. I was still doing it. I was, I was, I don't think there's a time, except when I moved to, even when I moved to LA. Yeah. That, that I have not been playing okay. or involved in music in some way right, with right. my kids. Yeah. And then I met the kid. Yeah. That's when we ended up together. Was it 90, 1990? Mm-hmm. Had to be 90. And we, you know, we've been working together ever since. So right around that time, Z, as I read in the bio, you had a opportunity talking about John Lee to perform a debut performance at the uh, Kaiser center mm-hmm. with your dad. Talk yeah. about, how special that was and how that came about and just... That was very stressful. Ah, uh, okay. Very stressful. Okay. <laughs> but... Because uh, and, and that was the first. That was... That was the first time I was on the stage with yeah, him. And, yeah. you know, I I'm, I was daddy's girl. Right, right. I was real daddy's girl. Yeah. And I was just, just overcome. I mean, I just can't even almost explain it, but, I mean, it was so... I was excited. Yeah. And honored, and all those other things that go along right, with it. Right, but I was right. all, I also got sick. Oh, you did? Because Literally, I, physically, were physically sick. My yeah. stomach grew. Everything, everything knotted because up. of the nerves. Because of the nerves, everything knotted up. Mm-hmm. I made it through the performance, yeah. but when I finished, I left the stage, changed clothes, and went home. <laughs> How many was it? A, a a whole concert, or did you just do a couple? Oh, no, songs? I just did. I did. Uh, I think just one song with him, didn't I? Yeah, was it Mean World? I don't know. I forgot which song it was. You were so nervous about it, even to this oh, day. Oh, it was like, oh, my God. So you literally had to put on your big girl panties. Yes, Ooh, I did. I had to put okay. on big girl you like panties. That? What do you think, Andy? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Even I, a blind squirrel, <laughs> which is a segue, you all, to the song we're going to play next. <laughs> and then we're going to come back and talk about it. Let Z, because I can see right now she's even getting, <laughs> she's got flashbacks on that nervousness. <laughs> so we're going to yeah. play big girl panties off of Legacy. Z's new album, soon to be released in the uh, in the spring of 2020. Wahid, can we tee that up? Guess what today is, my sweet darling. It's the day that I'm leaving you I got up off my knees I'm the only one I need to please Gonna walk out that door and leave you here Well, you know that I've been much, much too kind Another love I've got to find Throwing my cares away Going looking for a brand new day I gotta find a safe place for my heart to stay So I put on my big girl panties I put on my walking shoes You know I'm tired of being your full-time Your full-time nanny You got me always singing the blues I've been 
put my big girl panties on I'm gonna walk right out that door the vibe. Michael Litton with his big boy panties on today. <laughs> we right before right before playing that song, we were talking about how Zakia had to literally put her big girl panties on and overcome tremendous nervousness at having a debut performance with her dad at the Kaiser Center Theater in Oakland, California in 1991 and literally was physically sick. So I think another life lesson, you know, I've picked up two already um, just in the short time we've been chatting. You know, never too uh, old to learn something um, like you're doing with guitar and then writing all these songs for the first time. And then, you know, overcoming something that would have, could have caused you to maybe not perform uh, or totally shut down. Was he encouraging, supportive of, of that? Well, starting out, no. Ah. My father didn't, didn't, my father was kind of a, not a hardcore chauvinist, but he thought women, you know, yeah. you know. But uh, he knew that that was a hard place to be for women. Mm-hmm. I mean, it still is hard for women, and especially if you're going to be in the blues genre, yeah. or really any genre, it's hard for women. Power to the women. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, he was not encouraging at first. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always tell the story about when I was coming up, and uh, I told him I wanted to take piano lessons, and he decided to buy me a sewing machine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I learned to sew. Ah. Mm-hmm. You know, make your lemons, make lemonade. <laughs> I made, I, I, I mean, it was kind of a good thing because when I had my children, I could make their clothes. Right, right. So you it's know? practical. It's very practical, something a woman should have. So he Every gave you a gift, but he didn't give you a guitar. <laughs> no. Uh, but no, speaking of bringing a guitar, when... Uh, he was, came in from Spain one uh, on one of his trips, and he came by my house. And we were we were living in California then, mm-hmm. and he he uh, bought this beautiful. He brought it for the you know he brought it for the kids, mm-hmm. and it's a be- beautiful Alvarez. I still have that thing. Mm-hmm. My my oldest son is uh, I think Glenn is about fifty one, fifty two, mm-hmm. something like that, yep. fifty one. But he was like maybe. Eight years old. When your daddy brought that yeah. guitar. We still have that guitar, and I play it all the time. As a matter of fact, that guitar never leaves my bedroom. Interesting. Yeah, never leaves. Just because it has such significance and Yeah, because and when I go up, when I go to bed, I like to sit down and right, pick it up and, and play, play it and, you know, use it. So other than your dad's music growing up, what were you listening to? So you, were, you grew up in Detroit. Mm-hmm. What, kind of, what kind of music was playing in the house? I know... In one of our conversations, you talked about how all, you know, musicians were coming over constantly and they were very focused on their craft, very serious about their work. But other than your daddy's music, was was he playing, you know, other stuff on Well, you albums? know, believe it or not, my daddy used to like country music. Really? <laughs> he liked country music. He was an undercover country man. Which, um... 
I mean, I just, you know, you just hear the country music, the old guys, you know. Way back. Yeah, way back. Like you know? uh, even before Johnny Cash and that, you know, oh, yeah. way earlier. I'm sure, yeah. Mm -hmm. huh. uh, but uh, for myself, I remember the, there are two songs that really stand out in my mind yeah. that I love. Yeah. And that was Broken Hearted Melody by Sarah Vaughn. Uh -huh. And There Goes My Baby by the, I think it was Drifters. Mm -hmm. I think it was Drifters. Wasn't that the Drifters? Yeah. And those hit you, you hard. Yeah, was, Drifters. I think those, it was the Drifters. And those hit you and they resonated yeah, with you. Yeah, I love those songs. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. And even at that young age, I didn't know why I liked them, but whatever. Now, you have a sibling. Do you have brothers and sisters? Mm -hmm. And you were the youngest, oldest? I or? was the third. Third, okay. Mm -hmm. Any of the, the others have pursued? Well, my brother did for a little while, but now he's a minister. Ah, interesting. So different. Mm -hmm. He does uh, prison ministries. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I love that. And then you, after that debut, you had other opportunities to perform with oh, your dad yeah. and you were not as nervous. No. Yeah. So that. <laughs> I got over well, it. That was a, a kind of a one-off. and Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. Any one of those performances that sticks out as. More special than the other. <laughs> uh, uh, we were doing a show once, and uh, I don't know what, I don't know. Oh, well, it had to be that song at the end, The Boogie. Yeah. And so I had the mic, and Daddy didn't like anybody to have the mic. Ah, right. So he <laughs> came over to try to get the mic, and I kept running from him. <laughs> <laughs> literally, you were literally running. I'd yeah. move away so he couldn't get. Me. Were you running and singing, or just... I was just moving and singing. He couldn't get. <laughs> and he couldn't get you. <laughs> so finally, I finished my part and I gave it back. You know? <laughs> That's priceless. And on that note, we're going to take a short break mm. to support our sponsor, the Foundation for Premature Infants, a, a foundation near and dear to my heart. We'll be right back on Ride the Vibe, having a fascinating conversation with Zakia Hooker, Owen Christopher Bell, aka Chris James, and Anthony Cook. We'll be right back. Stay with us, y'all. The number of premature infants born in the United States each year, 380,000. That's 9.8% of the total births in the U.S. The Foundation for Premature Infants' mission is to advocate for the right of all premature infants to be cared for in a developmentally supportive and age-appropriate manner. Our vision is to ensure that Premature Infants' Bill of Rights is the standard of care for all babies born prematurely 24 hours per day, 365 days per year on all shifts in every neonatal intensive care unit throughout the world. Please consider making a donation by visiting us on Facebook, Foundation for Premature Infants, or at our website, foundationforprematureinfants.org. You are back on Ride the Vibe. Michael Litton, the last DJ, playing what he wants to play, saying what he wants to say, and have uh, having a fascinating conversation, talking all things music, blues, etc. And on when uh, during the break, we were talking about the fact that Olan and Zakia uh, had an opportunity to do a video with John Lee. Olan, talk a little bit about that. You were playing stand-up bass. No, it was, it's not an upright, or but upright. it sounds like it sounds like an upright. Okay, it's a bass that I was uh, fortunate to get. And I found it in Amsterdam. Oh. And uh, so it was, you know, we played along, but of course there was tracks. But it was myself, Rich Kirch, uh, a bunch, a, a lot of his whole family. I think Billy the was there. Was Billy huh? awesome? Billy was there. Um, but I got an opportunity to do uh, uh, that with, play with John Lee yep. on this video, which, mm. which really didn't get as much play as it should. I think yeah. it's a great video. 
Where can they find that, Olin? Is it still out there? The folks I, could I, I that it's still on YouTube. YouTube. It's still on YouTube. What would what would be search? Just search John Lee or yeah, a reunion or yeah, yeah. what was it? A, a birthday? I have no idea. I you can get that been, from Mike. Yeah, I can. Get yeah, it. let's let's see if we can try because I'd love to. It's really you know, nice. have more people. And you get to see all of her family and yeah, everybody's trying her. to be in the camera. <laughs> Fighting for, fighting for the French. I was like, were you, 15 minutes of fame. Yeah, and then it was all Andy Warhol's, yeah. Z, were you stealing the microphone or not? No, I was not involved. Oh, you weren't involved? No, oh, you no weren't? she wasn't. She wasn't. Mm -hmm. You were not on? You were I was on? just part of the family running around there. Okay, doing Like broke neck chickens. But I mean, it was, they was, they was <laughs> all up in the camera. <laughs> looking I'm surprised for their, fights didn't break looking out. Looking for their fame. I looking like for their 15 minutes, or 15 seconds, one or the other. Well, I think we need to hear a little front door to hell. I couldn't segue that one, I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe the maybe. Oh, the, it was like it the was front door. Hell, oh, no. doing that video, you, and you bail me out. It was like the front door. <laughs> to right, hell. Perfect. Well, there, there's our segue. Let Wahid, we could let's uh, cue a little front door to hell up. Playing what he wants to play, saying what he wants to play, <laughs> saying what he wants to say or play, something like that. I don't know. This wine is good. In fact, it's, it's spellbound. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, the wine store, Keith Lofton. And uh, we hope y'all are sitting back with a beverage of, of your choosing and enjoying this great music off the soon-to-be-released Legacy album. And you definitely want to make sure you get tickets to shows. One at 7 o'clock, one at 9 o'clock at the beautiful venue, The Velvet Note, up in Alpharetta, Talmer Fuller's uh, operation up there. And that's October 27th, this coming Sunday. So that was Front Door to Hell. Z, talk about that because that's got a lot of significance to it. Well, Front Door to Hell, as you can tell when you listen to it, it's yeah. a song about abuse. Right. And a lot of that is going on. Yeah, too you much. Know, way too, oh, too much, way yeah. too much. 
And, you know, for all the women listening, I'm sure that we found ourselves in situations that we just didn't know how we got in them, didn't know how to get out of them. And, you know, a lot of it is from just being not only young and dumb, but just being trapped, afraid, you know, not knowing what to do. And uh, The Front Door to Hell, I wrote it from a personal experience when I was very young uh, in a physical relationship. Uh, So it was just, you know, you think about the things that people don't see. Right. And they don't talk about it. It's like it's taboo, you know, we can't talk about that. Right. And I'm so glad that people are now opening up and talking about it. Yep. And uh, long overdue, don't it's you think? Way overdue. And come on, man, we gotta do way better. I mean, we 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 gotta, we gotta do better. better. We gotta do better. Yeah. And so that's where front door to hell came from. Mm-hmm. Just from that was a personal personal story. It's personal. And that happened a while ago, but you just the, the incident, but mm-hmm. you just wrote about it mm-hmm. recently. So again, another lesson that something from way in the past can be fodder for a yeah. song today, yeah. if you yeah. will. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, my son died in 91. That's how I know when you can, we were 90. Yeah. And I'm just now able to write, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I've got two songs that I've written for him. Mm-hmm. I just don't have the music yet, but I put the words together. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. you know, sometimes it takes time. Mm-hmm. To, to heal. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to be able to actually deal with it. Yeah. Was writing that song cathartic? Was it a, was it a, was there closure, you know, in your mind from? You mean front door to hell? Yeah. Oh, I had closed the door okay. on that. Okay. He's dead. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he died. Right. Bless his heart. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I closed that door. Yeah. You know, I, I, you know, I forgave myself. Right, right. You forget him. You right. forgive yourself. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we ought to uh, cue up this. Not quite. I don't know. I, I don't know how it happened. There's somewhat of a segue there. I think, kind mm-hmm. of. But Wahid, if we could, I don't know how it happened. Off of Legacy, soon to be released uh, CD from Zakia Hooker.
Michael Litton, the last DJ, ride the vibe, playing what he wants to play, saying what he wants to say. And that's a shout out to the brilliant song, The Last DJ by Tom Petty, who just uh, had a birthday yesterday. God rest his soul, died way mm-hmm. too young. I don't know how it happens, Z. Talk about that song uh, and the inspiration for that. I'm sure that people, it's been done in other forms, like last night, neither one of us wants to be the first to say goodbye. Right. You know, People stay together. I mean, you know, I don't know why, but they yeah. stay together. Kids, yeah. money, yeah. stuff. Well, yeah. this song, <laughs> I based it on my mom and dad. Ah, okay. Yeah. Because they, they, they stayed together for a long time, and there was, I guess they loved each other, but, you know, my dad was basically, he was his job was to make sure that we were taken care of. Right. And my mom was like, when my mom and dad married, I think my mom was about 18. Mm-hmm. And my dad, he was pretty close to 30. Wow. He was, he was, big he was age difference. Big age difference. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a big age difference. Mm-hmm. Um, Not so much at maybe necessarily 30 and 18, but then the, as the years go by, go by. it uh-huh. gets to be even bigger. And, you know, they lived together. It wasn't a, a healthy relationship mm-hmm. for either one of them. So that made it not really almost healthy for us. Yeah, I was going to say, was that tough yeah, for you? Yeah, but uh, finally, you know, they finally decided, okay, we're going to go our separate ways. Mm-hmm. But... And all during that time, you know, they were in the same house, not really liking each other, mm-hmm. you know, just, I'm just here and I got these kids, I'm stuck, I'm, I can't do anything. And, you know, and I love the part where I say inflicting, inflicting invisible wounds right. because you don't see. It's, it's like psychological. Yeah. Yeah, that uh-huh. heaviness that's just mm-hmm. permeating the whole house. And finally they, you know, they called it quits and that was a good thing. Mm-hmm. But we were grown by then. Mm-hmm. So it was too late, but I don't know how it happened that we grew apart. Yeah, you just don't it know. just happens. You don't even know it. And there right. are people out there living today, just yeah, living together, not liking each other. Mm-hmm. Why are you mm-hmm. still together? Mm-hmm. And you build that old fifth wall. Fifth wall, that fifth ah, wall. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. You got four walls to protect you, but that fifth, fifth wall comes wall, in right. and yeah. splits you right up, uh, uh, right uh. down the center. Well, t- this time is just flying by. We're almost 45 minutes in, but I definitely want to talk about the connection to Argentina because you that's a, uh, holds a special spot in y'all's heart. You're so warmly received there, as you are all over the planet. But Argentina has a special spot. Talk, uh, talk a little bit about that, Olin or Z or Well, or Olin can talk more about that because he's the one who opened the doors Door. to, for us to be in Argentina. Argentina. Talk about that, um, Olin, if you would. The, can, can, I, can I jump in or here? Or Anthony, either one. Because as an observation, we, we, were, we were playing in uh, Paris. Mm. Uh, <laughs> you don't Huh? Oh, you didn't even let me get there. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. 30 year friendship. Oh, that's it. It's over now. No, yeah, I, don't know I, how it no I do this to you all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it just happened. But you it can't did. write that song, Anthony. It's already been written. <laughs> <laughs> and it's coming out on Z's legacy in the spring. <laughs> one, one thing for, from uh, that I've noticed with uh, with Olin, he's very intuitive and very uh, very in tune. And there was a gentleman in the audience. And you picked him out and you said to him, you play guitar. I can tell. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and it, it turns out, well, and you tell the rest of the story, and I'm sorry, man. That's okay, brother. <laughs> nice, I like that, Tony. Wait a minute. <laughs> but no, he's right. It was, a, it was a guy out there, his name was Adrian Lucio. And he, is a, he was a clothes designer for... Um, Christian Dior. Christian Dior for men. In so, Paris. In Paris. In Paris. And he, it was just, he just reeked of guitar. 
Mm. <laughs> well, no, what, what do you mean by that, Olin? That's curious. You what, could I, look at you could you can tell I could tell by his smile that he was a player. His his movements? No, no. just just his the look, look on his face. Interesting. You know, that's fascinating. I've been I've been lucky. Uh, I'll, I'll use the word lucky. Yeah. And being able to spot things like that, and he was the one that invited us to come. First of all, I called him up on the stage and had him play with us. Wow, that's and, a bit, uh, that can could have been a bit risky. Yeah, no, I mean, very, if the guy had not been a player and he'd hopped up. Well, at the end of the, <laughs> at the end of the day, <laughs> on a scale from one to ten, he was not a great player. Oh, okay. But he loved her father. Yeah, we yeah. talked about her dad. Yeah, uh, and our relationship was so far as and he, he got a chance him. to meet. Yeah, her dad. Oh, he. Oh, okay. And her her dad signed. His guitar, mm -hmm. which is at his house, he doesn't even touch it now. Wow! So it um, sort of becomes sacred. Yeah, yeah, for him. There is sacred. So was yeah. our relationship became really, really close. Mm. And he said, "Look, you need to come to Argentina." Mm. So shoot, it was like maybe I don't even know. It was six months. It was less than six months. I ended up over there, and the the attraction that I have specifically is that they they're not the great greatest players of American music. Mm -hmm. But they're, they they keep trying. <laughs> they keep. And they love you all. I mean, they give oh. you such a warm reception. They roll out the red carpet. I'm going they pack back, your gigs. Exactly. I mean, I'm going there in November. Yeah. I don't stay in a hotel or Airbnb. Right. I stay with, with uh, a young man. Yeah, yeah with, with family. Yeah. I mean, they literally argue when we come, they fight over who's going to, whose house you're going to stay wow. in. Um, it's it's a really they're going through a lot of really serious financial problems yeah, right now. Yeah. But as a place to go, to just relax and enjoy. I love tango. Mm -hmm. And enjoy the culture, the music, mm -hmm. the food, the people. There, you know, for me, it has been um, uh, a blessing in a lot of ways because I, you know. Leaving the uh, leaving the United States and going there after the Natural Four, mm -hmm. being able to go over there and people know me over there. Yeah, and, and they know you, uh, Olin, is with the Natural Four or with the Blues or both. They know me with both, but okay. they know me as Olin Christopher, not necessarily Chris James. Okay, yep. I've played in a lot of places and yeah. done. It's like for me, it's like a second home. Right, right. You know, um, I, I I'm really glad that. I met Adrian, and I was able to meet all these other musicians. And he's still alive, and oh, Adrian's young. Oh, he was, he was like, okay. yeah, he's younger than us. Oh, way oh, younger wait, than okay. us. And has gotten better on guitar. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Actually, he got. <laughs> and Anthony, you're gonna. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna interject again. <laughs> Go ahead, Joe. Yeah. No, the, the, actually, we 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 were over there uh, in April. I think it was April. we did a show, and yeah. and uh, and Adrian came up and and. I played, and it, and it, he was he was good, man. He was he, he improved yeah. a lot. Yes, yes. So they he's like been to play, honing his chops. Yeah, they like to play blues, but a lot of them are are not, especially younger ones, are not. They don't understand the concept mm -hmm. because you got a excuse me a language barrier, right? And then you have the way that we play, and they try to mimic that. Yeah, and you have to kind of direct them. What you know, you don't want to do that. You want to just take it easy. But uh, do they not feel because you know it's the, not a feel thing for them. It's it not a feel. It's not okay. Like people from here, you feel that right that, that that groove. Right. They try to make that groove happen, and it's a big difference. Interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not like the Japanese. Yeah. They feel it. And really. They, and even if they didn't feel it, they play it exactly like we play. 
Wow. And that would be counterintuitive because you'd think of them as being so structured where they are. No, man, they play, they play our music better than... We they do are some of the greatest really? imitators I've mm. ever seen. It, me either. I've really? never seen there They was, are the best. There was a bluegrass thing, and there was some Japanese bluegrass grass players that were just awesome. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> awesome. Well, remember we were in Prague, and the little Japanese group that came down there that had the tap dancer... Oh, you weren't with us. Oh no! But no. they had the tap they dancer, did the whole and they did jazz. It was like amazing. Like those two, you you guys turned me on to the two brothers. Uh, oh, the last, Nicholas brothers. Nicholas, the Nicholas. Oh brothers. my gosh! And if you all haven't gone out and watched the Nicholas brothers, thank you. Last time they were on uh, the show, they turned me on to it, and I became fascinated. Those cats, woo, man! Oh <laughs> the man! The thing that I've done over in Argentina that I know that I've done in Argentina is I've really brought things like the Nicholas brothers. Yeah. I've I've because every they were just looking at mainstream. Natalie Cole, right. things like that. I, Bigger names. You gave them, you I gave them, them the, to dig deep. I deeper. made them dig deep and right. say, these are the ones that make this happen. Right. Right. They're doing swing now. The Nicholas yeah. Brothers were the baddest swing dancers yeah. in the world. Yeah. The, out of all of the tap dancers that have ever been out there, yeah. the Nicholas Brothers are number one. And I, there's a quote, I think, and I'm, I'm going to have to paraphrase it because I don't have it on the top of my head, but it was Fred Astaire, I think, that genuflected. To the Nicholas Brothers. And oh, he yeah. was like, yeah, oh my gosh. They, are, they were the best. Yeah, Brother Stair was cool. He was right. suave. He was right. suave. But the uh, Fayard and Harold, who, who are really good friends of mine, yeah. who I studied under and yeah. how I made my son study under, yeah. those two, two guys were the most amazing tap dancers I have ever seen. And what's the movie that people should go out and see that, where it's got it that? Stormy Weather. Stormy Weather, yeah. Stormy Weather. If you haven't seen Stormy Isn't that with Weather. Lena Horn, Lena Horn. Lena and Horn and the uh, Nicholas and, Brothers. Uh, it's yeah. fabulous. Yeah. Oh, it, it and gives I, me chills uh, yeah, talking about it. Yeah, and I got it after you all came ah. in. Well, I think we need to hear where, oh, gosh, it's just flow, flying by. We need another, uh, another hour, but we need to hear some Love the Pain Away. What do you think about that? I think so. Because uh, love conquers we, all. Yeah, can we, can we, Cue up Love the Pain Away. Well, I know you have been hurt And your heart's been torn apart She treated you like dirt And she walked upon your heart But if you give me a chance To make it right again And help to soothe away the pain she treated you so bad She never knew the good love she had So let me love the pain away Love you every day Till there's nothing left to say Just let me love the pain away Like a lock and a key, never grow apart. Oh, you are back on Ride the Vibe. Michael Litton, the last DJ. We just loved the pain away. We only played a little bit because we want y'all to go out when this CD is released or album is released in the spring of 2020. We want you to go out and buy Legacy. And in the meantime, you can buy tickets to their show up at the Velvet Note. On October 27th, Sunday, first show is seven, second show is nine. And see, talk a little bit about loving the pain away, because love can conquer all. Love the pain away. Yep. I was watching a movie one day. Yep. 
Not stormy weather. Not stormy weather. Okay. Not stormy weather. And Mona Lisa's in your lap. What's so amazing about this song yeah. is it's only two chords. Yeah. Two chords. No, nobody could believe I had been the song with two chords. <laughs> but what? Only they, a novice they, guitarist, right? Right. I'm, <laughs> really? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not fenced in by the right. constraints. You know what I mean? Preconceived. Yeah. I mean, you know. If everybody looked the same, we'd right. get tired of looking at each other. Right. All music does not have to be. I wonder how geese do it. <laughs> no, I don't know. That's a digress. They don't okay. all look alike. There's something different. You'd be but, looking at something different. Uh -huh, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, and it was the two chords, and I just found them, and they were beautiful chords. Right, right. I said, ooh, this sounds so nice. Mm -hmm. And so I <laughs> made the song, song out of that. I heard somebody say, I just want to love your pain away. I so said, it was one of those up. where you heard a snippet uh-huh. And that and I took stuck it and in I your built mind. Uh-huh. From that. Interesting. Such a fascinating process. Mm -hmm, yeah. The writing so, process. For me, it's just fun. Do you so, do you write in the morning mostly or anytime? I write anytime. Okay. And you have a notepad or do you do it in a Whatever phone? I'm close to, I'll write on you write it. Just down. so that I keep it. Yeah. You, you know, gotta capture it. Uh-huh. If it's a piece of toilet paper, paper Anything. towel, whatever. You put it, I put it there and yeah. I put Hold it away. It. Yeah. And then I'll come back to it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then I'll start to build on it. Mm -hmm. And you have a, a nice studio in your house. Yes. And, yes. And I'm Olin the studio assistant. <laughs> uh -huh. To Olin. And uh -huh. he's growing more tolerant of your novice guitarist. Yes, he does. <laughs> sort of. Yes, he does. <laughs> I envision myself, you know, just, I'm just old, really folk guitar player. I just tell stories. Yeah, That's what I do. I like that. Well, I think we, we've got time to, to uh, love to the rescue. Wahid, can we tee up just a little bit of love to the rescue? We're on a love theme here. I think yeah. we need to end the show on a love theme. Yeah. What do you think, Wahid? playing what he wants to play, saying what he wants to say, and a tribute to uh, Tom Petty, the last DJ. That was Love to the Rescue. We're ending on a love theme here with Sakia Hooker off her soon-to-be-released Legacy CD coming out in the spring 2020. So you want to be on the lookout for that. And they're all original songs, all written by Zakia Hooker, and uh, all written as she's learning how to play guitar. Much to uh, Olin's frustration sometimes. And um, <laughs> you want to definitely check out their show coming up next Sunday, October 27th. They've got two of them, one at seven, one at nine, up at the brilliant Velvet Note, Tamara Fuller's place. Can't thank Wahid Gomes uh, enough for hosting us here with Ride the Bob in the DRS Atlanta studios. And with the little bit of time we have left, I want to start with Zakia. Zakia, parting thoughts, words of wisdom, advice, 
you know, you've, you've seen so much of life. Uh, what would you share with, with folks? And I'll go around to Olin. I just think Anthony. my messages are always to women. Yeah. You know, never let anyone tell you what you can't do mm. because you can do anything at any time you want to do it. I won't tell my age, but I'm I'm kind of a senior citizen. But I I, I learned to swim at a very late age. Yeah. And I'm just a real advocate for just do it. And you didn't let your daddy take the microphone away from you. No, I ran. <laughs> and you ran away. <laughs> I love it. And Olin, <laughs> well, it's hard to follow that up, but I didn't want to put you on the spot. All I have to say is never quit. Keep going. Yeah. You can always make it. Just have faith in yourself. And you've got a brilliant book that talks about that. Just uh, just give a little... Uh, it's called Music Saved My Life, From yeah. Darkness into the Light. Yeah. And it explains my life and the things yeah. that I went through. And uh, It's a good read. Very uh, very inspirational as it relates to, again, I've found some people that are really, had really thanked me for writing the book. Yeah. So if you get a chance, it's on Amazon. Yeah. It's called Music Saved My Life, From yeah. Darkness into the Light by Olin Christopher Bell. I love it. And Anthony... I was thinking of something really cool to say. But <laughs> <laughs> to, 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 well, you know, can do it. <laughs> uh, well, the, the older I get, and I'm getting older by the Well, we're getting wiser. We're getting That's wiser. That's right. We're getting better. But, yeah, better. Uh, like I, wine. Uh, like this Spellbound from Yes, absolutely. A wonderful wine. <laughs> like perfect that segue. That was a perfect segue. <laughs> and it was great yeah. wine. wine. Thank you, Keith. But, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm thinking that the more, the more I think about it, really, what's... For me, what's what's the most important is is what you leave behind. Right. Your legacy. There we oh go. Oh my God! What a segue. Where's the drum roll? Where's Emperor Gotan when we need him? You gotta go see him. There the we go. No, Michael yeah. Litton, the last DJ, ride the vibe with a uh, just a killer show. Zakia Hooker, Olin Christopher Bell, aka Chris James, and Anthony Cook. We're out of here, out of the DRS Atlanta studios. Bye bye, y'all. Oh, oh.